I think my biggest regret... Yeah, it's a lot of just the feeling of imposter syndrome kind of thing, where it's like, am I even supposed to be in this field? It was so frustrating, I'm not gonna lie. And I think like over the course of me working in tech, I've just slowly gotten more and more burnt out because of that. <sighs> True. Out of the five years you've been in tech, what has been your biggest regret thus far? Ooh, okay. I think my biggest regret was picking companies based on the salary and not really what I would do there. So I, when I first Ooh. was applying to my first job, I was actually struggling to find anything that would take me uh, as an entry level. So I picked that job mostly because it was one of the only ones that I had available to me. But yeah. everything after that, I kind of like picked based on, oh, I'm getting more money here. Um, oh, maybe it's a better well-known company picking that. And I think like over the course of me working in tech, I've just slowly gotten more and more burnt out because of that. <laughs> I just, I, I like the longer that I'm in tech, I'm like, is that even the right career choice for me? It's the one thing that I'm good at, but more, more yeah. good at than anything else. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like maybe actually thinking about if I even wanted to do it versus just I was on a path in college and just went for it you know but yeah maybe picking a better job maybe that's like what I would do is just pick stuff that I would enjoy more figure that out that, that's so interesting yeah because I do that yeah I mean <laughs> the better pay yeah right it's easy um you know? it, it, I mean, it makes it easier before uh like I joined my current company mm-hmm Right. And this com and this job pays only ten thousand dollars more than the other offer I received. Mm -hmm. Right. But ten thousand dollars more. And, you know, and I'm like, all right, might as well pick the job that pays better. And it, it's a great culture. But that's kind of what I did. But out of the five years I've been in tech, that's probably been one of my biggest regrets, too, is joining a company only for the money. Yeah. Right. Not because you probably would enjoy working there. But so I, I'm, I'm guessing that yeah. your experience hasn't been that great doing that. Can you can you share exactly what you mean though? So yeah. don't join a company just for the money, which is crazy because in a world where everyone wants to make more money, especially in tech, the more money you make, the more you can show off in Instagram and TikTok, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> right? So why? Why is that your biggest regret? I think it just made me join places that I didn't, like the role wasn't a good fit for me. And I think mm. I'm weird. Like I know that a job isn't supposed to take up your whole life. But for me, if I am not having a good time at my job, I don't have a good time in my life. Like the burnout kind of extends past the nine to five that I work. And so I just become like, I just sit on the couch and I do nothing all day. You know what I mean? When I had a bad day at work. So yeah. I think just the, the experiences that I've had, like for me, when I pick a job, there's like three things to look at. There's the, um, the amount of time that you have to put into it. So like work-life balance kind of thing. So how much effort the it's the what you get to work on so how close is it to your own passions like what you enjoy and then also the money there's like those three angles and most of the time jobs are on two of those mm -hmm. and so for me i actually prefer work-life balance and enjoying something more than money and i think i just skewed it differently in my in the past so like if i do want to find a jo uh, job in the future like there was one job that i got an offer it was really low like it was a dev advocate job so it was a little bit lower than a software engineer job but if I picked that one, I might have been way happier than if I picked a software engineering job. It just, I don't know. So I just think about it a little bit. It's like regret. So work back, work life balance mm -hmm. over salary. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about the stresses and, you know, normal nine to five job. You don't want to bring the stress home, even though you work from home, right? Yeah. You bring it home by just, you think about it. So are, are, are you more focusing on maybe like, they even if it's a larger company it still has like a startup culture where you just have to get a lot of shit done is yeah. that what it is too much work it's yeah it's different across every company i mean i've i'm one of those engineers that bounced around a lot so i've had like a lot of jobs in the last <laughs> five years yeah i'm like all over i've been in place. tech for seven years i've had five different jobs <laughs> yeah same. i'm like the same way so i mean each job was different right one of them just became like I would tell them that I was burnt out like my manager, but they wouldn't listen. They would say like, we just have to work more. Basically you have to pair with me more and sit on more calls. And that was right when the pandemic was starting. So that was when everyone's mental health was bad too. So that yeah. was like a really bad like match. And then I worked at uh, Square and Square, they kind of juked me. They said we were going to do JavaScript, TypeScript, all this cool stuff spelt. And then it ended up being a Ruby on Rails app. So then I was just stuck on doing it. Like I don't care about Ruby. So I had to like learn Ruby, do all that. And that was just frustrating. 
And then I was on a project that I wanted to like kind of lead, but then they got someone else to lead it instead. And I was like, well, you know, so Square was fine though. I was like fine with just chilling there. And then a company came out and they were like, you should be a dev advocate here. And I joined them and then they did layoffs. So then I <laughs> was only there for like three months. And then, oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, you leave a, 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 a well-known company, a lot of com- uh, devs oh, yeah. want to work for, oh, yeah. to go to a s- startup loom. And then you get laid off. How does that feel? It was so frustrating. I'm not going to lie. It was, I wouldn't say regret. I don't know. Who knows where my life would have been if I didn't do that. I would have been at Square still. But like, Jesus, I had such a chill job and it was so nice. Like the work-life balance was so good. Like it was very chill, relaxing. You know, I just had to write some stuff every day, every week. Okay. I want that job. It was so good. It was so nice. And it was working on like square.com, squareup.com. Very simple SEO, all that shit. It was all that. Um, and then Loom was like, oh, we have this cool thing. You're going to get paid more as a dev advocate role and you get to do all this cool stuff. And I was like, it was like hyped up about it. And they were like, they have all these people, this customers, you get to do like business and, and you get to learn about sales. You get to do like talking with devs. I was like, oh, this is so cool. So I joined. And then they said three years runway. And then three months later, I got laid off. And it was the, it was like out of nowhere. I literally, so I, I accidentally woke up too late for an all hands and then I joined, (laughs) I didn't. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply get to join it but then right after the all hands was a one-on-one with my manager so i was like okay i'll just join that and then that's where he told me he was like oh in the all hands the ceo said that we're doing layoffs and you're one of the people i was like oh my it was out of nowhere i was (laughs) yeah so it's all good i mean was that your first layoff that was my first one that i went through yeah 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 Yeah. and it's in devrel yeah Oh. But yeah, they laid off across the board, I think, not just DevRel people. Yeah. I think I was the only DevRel, right? But it was, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just rough. And then I had to find another job, basically. And yeah. I, I'm sure I could have maybe gone back to Square, but I, the work-life balance was fine, but I hated what I worked on. So I was like, maybe I'll find something. If you hate more. it, it's not fine. That's what I'm saying. So then then I joined Discord. So yeah. yeah. No. Just, just to move, move it back a little bit, because it's really funny talking about layoffs. So yeah. my company I work at had layoffs. Mm-hmm. I wasn't part yeah. of it. Surprisingly, because I'm in DevRel and DevRel is yeah. usually part of it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And um, the w- I, I've never done this the whole time I've been working in tech, but I was addicted to World of Warcraft. I sold my gaming PC by then. Actually, so sorry. We can't play Apex together no more <laughs> because it was just ruining my my no. my life. I had to get rid of gaming. But okay. example, I was so addicted to World of Warcraft. I was the best mm-hmm. healer in my guild. Holy yeah. priest. Um, <laughs> okay. And so I was playing from 3 a.m. I woke uh-huh. up at no. Okay. I didn't sleep that night. And the one time I decided to play World of Warcraft, heal through a dungeon, through uh-huh. all hands, is the one is when they announce layoffs. So I'm healing with my guildies. And, and I'm telling them, hey, yo, yo, let's go, let's go, let's go. Chow, chow, make sure you, you, know, you avoid this crap in the in dungeon so you don't die. And they hear we're doing layoffs. You know, the CEO sounds very serious. And I'm like, oh, my God. The one time I decide to just pl- continue <laughs> playing. The one time they're layoffs. And I can't stop mm-hmm. playing because my homies will get mad at me. So I have to continue mm-hmm. playing while being told you might lose your job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah um, and I told my friends, hey, I think I lost my job. And they didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone's <laughs> focused on the game. Anyway, I just figured yeah. I'd share that. All hand, it's important to attend. It's kind of important. So don't do what I did. Or show Same. up late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, all hands, like, yeah, at Discord, it's, like, a big thing. They talk about everything in, like, the next month basically i think it's monthly yeah. and then there's yeah. all hands based on the discipline you're into so yeah i i try to make those every time it's just <laughs> you just playing world of warcraft <laughs> okay amazing you you're mm-hmm. a software engineer at discord i mean mm-hmm. i tried to join that as devrel in the past yeah and i didn't need no one even reach out to me oh screw you discord mm-hmm. but anyway hey, why I, you... I got rejected for devrel at discord actually Oh, really? Well, soft and general. Congrats. The harder role. Okay. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry. So, so why didn't you go back into DevRel? Um, yeah, I thought about this a lot. The other job offer I had was DevRel. Um, so the one I was between was a DevRel one. That was a lot lower. 
and then uh, the yeah. Swee job. And I don't really know. I think maybe I got burnt by Loom Devrel, and I know it's different at every company. Yeah. So that's like one thing. And I think for me, I really enjoy making content outside of work. And so when the job becomes also mm. the same as what mm. you enjoy, it's really hard to do your job well. So yeah. I was like, it's cooler to just kind of stick to just coding as my job and then do coding content as the fun stuff. So that's kind of, I was like thinking, that was like the big thing. Um, it was also like career path. Like for me, I thought it was just an easier, like if I got to senior software engineer um, and then went to do DevRel, I thought it would look better to go back into SWE if I didn't want to continue the DevRel path. Yeah. So I was a mid-level still and I thought that wasn't like, it'd be hard to get a job as a senior when you weren't a senior software engineer before you left. So that was another thing too, is like career. Um, but yeah, those are the two things. The two companies that I had were really cool. So either company would have been great. So it wasn't too much about that. It was mostly the role, I think. Yeah. Well, talking about this, mm -hmm. talking about, you know, careers in tech, yeah. I was scrolling through a YouTube channel. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you made one video on, I hate coding. Okay. But not just that, a couple, was it a week later or two weeks later? You made another video on why dream jobs don't exist right after you made a video titled I Hate Coding. And it's so interesting because you work at companies that people know, right? Mm -hmm. People want to work at Square. People want to work at Discord. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I tried, right? <laughs> what, ha what happened? I don't know. It's hard. I think it's like a really big question because I don't mm. know what I want to do in my life. And I, I, I don't know, like every job that I've had, I felt burnt out in. And at a certain point you ask yourself, like, am I, should I even keep doing this if it's going to make me feel like shit every single day? Like, I don't know. And I live with someone who's very, very good at coding. So I see like the extreme side of it where I'm like, oh, that's someone who actually cares about it. Doesn't get burnt out with the job and like, can just, you know, shit out code all the time. I'm not like that at all. I can't. And, and for me, even learning coding stuff, like new things. Um, at Discord, they're very big on every engineer touches all parts of the stack, so you have to kind of learn everything. So I have to do iOS, backend, all that. Even doing that, I, I, it, it's so slow. I, I retain the knowledge so poorly, and it takes me a long time to learn. So at a certain point, I'm just like, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> and specifically for the I hate coding, it was more so not that I hate coding, but I hate that this part of it, that it takes me such a long time to understand and i just wish i was better at it like some people are and it would just make my life so much easier if i was like that kind of take and and also in the i hate coding one it was kind of like maybe i should find other hobbies and stuff that fill the time so i don't just get stuck on one thing that i do for my job and content yeah and for the dream jobs one um discord was my dream job i mean i wanted to work there since i was a freshman in high school like whenever discord came out I, I applied like way early on. My friend got recruited, so I tried, but then I got rejected in the phone screen because I didn't have mm. a lot of experience. But so it was just like such a cool opportunity that I got to work at a company that was a good intersection of gaming and tech. That was yeah. like the goal. That's the dream. And I don't know, the job I have, <laughs> there was a month uh, working at Discord where I like cried every day because of my mm. job and it was hard. And it's, it's not like the people or anything. It's just... It was like a culmination of everything. Like it was the stuff that I had to do. I felt like crap about how like kind of slow that I was or how my manager felt that I was too slow. One of the things that he told me for advice was, was just this at learn Discord? faster. At Discord? Okay. Yeah. And it was like learn faster. And I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> and I'm, I'm someone who's a very like front end focused engineer. So I'm very niched in that. Yeah. So doing stuff like given an I objective C task, it'll, it'll take me a longer time to do it because I have no idea. Right. Yeah. And so it just felt very like shitty it was like damn i don't like what what is a dream job even is it like for me honestly it's not to work and just make money and just go live out somewhere right that's like the yeah. dream now but i just think it's bad because i think a lot of people come to me and they're like i want to work at discord it's my dream company i'm like is it really or do you just want like you know i don't know i feel like it's it's hard to put like stuff on a pedestal like that because when you get rejected it hurts really bad and then also like if you end up working there it, maybe you don't like it and then you feel bad about yourself like you should like it and why don't you you know i don't know it's just a lot of thoughts in those videos <laughs> did, did you yeah love coding did, did you love coding is that why you got into it right or like or, or yes like wh then why did you eventually get into code i mean i tell a lot of people yeah. get to get into it it pays well right life-changing oh my gosh yeah 100 percent. right yeah, 100%. when you look at, when i look at my bank every two weeks i'm like 
like, I, I only yeah. need to spend like a third of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> other money yeah. goes all into Apex coins and World of Warcraft gold. <laughs> Hence why I had to sell my gaming computer, right? Uh, so, yeah. What? Why did you go into tech in the first place? Did you love it? Did you lose your love for it? I think so. My parents were both uh, software engineers. Uh, my mom more so than my dad, actually. Um, and so when I was in high school, I wanted to take an art elective, but they were like, uh, "Art's not going to do anything for you." So they put me in the computer science. That's class. what I tell. I would tell my kids the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as I, as much as I wish I was in the art one, it was cool. They learned sculpture and drawing and paint. It was so sick. I wanted to do that one so bad. <laughs> But anyways, the class was about like Microsoft products. So it was like going over Word and PowerPoint. And then it went into web dev. Yeah. It was a very weird class. Interesting. So uh, we, there was like a web dev competition that they had that Microsoft was hosting. So my teacher put us in it and we just had to build a website. And I think I won second place and I got an Xbox and I was like, this is sick. Yeah, so because like, you won so an cool. Xbox, you went into tech? So I think it wasn't that, it was just, it was an easy path. Mm. Like I understood exactly what you needed to do to get a job. It was like such a laid out from, if you start in high school and you go to college for it, yeah. it's like easy. It's just there. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know what else I wanted to do. I think my parents were like going to some medical stuff and I did like a summer thing doing some medical stuff for someone. And I was like, this is the worst. <laughs> like, this is so boring. I hated it so much. I was like pipetting stuff. So you like squeeze stuff out, put it in another tube. And I was like, this is just not my thing. So I, I was like, oh, I'll just do tech and see how it is. And I think, I don't think I ever actually liked it. I think I enjoyed building stuff and I think I like making creative things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just my love of art coming through in a different medium. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I actually enjoy it ever. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm better at it. So it's more fun now because it's easier, but I don't think I ever, yeah. You know, I honestly oof, yeah. am <laughs> the same way, right? Mm -hmm. I, I did love code a lot in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But as you move into tech, and especially when a hyper-growth startup like I'm in, yeah. and oh my God, the amount of responsibilities mm -hmm. I'm given, especially, I guess, because when you look at how much I'm paid, you have to do even that much mm -hmm. more, have this much more output. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. And that kind of sucks the fun out of it when you just have to stress nonstop, et cetera. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, I, I do love working in tech, and this is why. Changed my life. Completely changed my life. I pay my parents rent, right? I'm getting married, the wedding, whatever, pocket change, uh, because I save. Yeah. I say, okay, I don't spend all my money. I save half my check. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Right. But how yeah. many people can still say that, though? Right. I want to go to Hawaii, many, 10K. Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, yeah. amazing life. And that's why I love working it, but it's coding my life. It's not. And so what I want to ask next, because I was watching your videos and you said something about how you had to film a technical tutorial or a video for YouTube and you had to learn these technologies. I'm guessing it's for an interview or maybe your channel. And it took mm -hmm. you time, just like you, t you said earlier, it took you time to learn mm -hmm. these technologies, right? Just before, just so you can teach others that technology. And you learned something about yourself that what, what was it that you learned from that? What is something that you probably, it seemed like that was a turning point that made you realize some stuff. Yeah. What, what, what was that about? I, so I had to make a, so I had this goal starting of 2023 that has been broken. That was basically one YouTube video a week. So every Wednesday I was going to upload something. So I was on a really strict, like kind of schedule for yeah. it. And I didn't do a great job. I remember I would film and edit on Tuesday. <laughs> like the day before I was supposed to Welcome to it. my life. <laughs> I was really bad about it. So I had to do a video and I couldn't think of any other ideas. And I was like, how about I do a video on proxies in JavaScript? A very technical kind of thing. I don't even know what the fuck they are still. So I, I, I don't know if I should swear that. So I don't know. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's so fine. I, was, I was like, okay, I'll learn and then I'll do the video. And I remember sitting there having to film and it was like six hours of time where I'm just staring at this Notion doc watching like other people's videos looking at code and being like how the fuck do i explain this because i don't even know what i'm doing and that just felt really bad i was like damn 
I don't really want to position myself as like an educational tech content creator because that's just not me. Like I don't, I could do like beginner stuff, like you know, but I don't think I can. Like I don't care enough about it, and that's what the whole thing was. I was like, I just don't care. I was like, who cares about this shit? I don't know. So I was like, I don't even want to make this video, but I was like, I'll suck it up and do it. And it was like one of my worst videos. I, I was just it. gonna ask that. How did that video perform yeah. after putting all that time and effort? I don't think it did. It's, it's like four thousand views. Not great. I mean, it was like whatever. But I just was like, I'm done with doing this. I'm going to, like, content is supposed to be for fun for me. Like, it shouldn't it should be, be a, for fun. It shouldn't you should, feel like you should a job. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I'm done with this educational tech stuff. So that's where, like, the whole I hate coding thing came from, too, that video right after it. Because I was like, you know, <laughs> I, this, is, this is, like, the burnout coming in. Because it felt like doing work again. Yeah. So I'm sitting there 9 to 5 coding for my job. And then 5 to, like, 3 a.m. I'm sitting there trying to figure out this JavaScript thing and then make a video. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do fun stuff from now on. So that was like the, the pivot, the turning point. So, yeah, I don't know how people do that. People are really good at doing educational stuff. Mm. Not me. Just got to, it's a hard truth that I have to face. It's just not me. It, it, it's so interesting yeah. hearing you talk about how much, co that, that, you know, coding, it's co it pays well, but, mm -hmm. eh, right? And so mm -hmm. then what about your future in tech? Like, what about your future with Discord, right? W w how do you feel about yeah. that? Um, how much longer do you plan on staying there if, if, it's, if you feel this way? And, and to be f quite frank, people feel this in tech. I feel it, right? You're not the only one. A lot of people feel this in tech. Yeah. Unless you're like the person you're living with, insane, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> out of this world engineer, right? It, it's mm -hmm. not always fun. It's, it's not always green on the other side. No, yeah. Yeah, so I actually left my job at Discord about a month ago now. And it was, it just stemmed from that month that I was talking about where I cried like literally almost every day. I just, I couldn't do that job and be good with my mental health. I, it was really bad. Like I was just on the couch, just crying, doing the meetings, doing work, feeling bad about myself. And I didn't, I don't even know like, I don't know. I got scared. Like for career, like the next step is senior software engineer and then staff. And I was like, I don't know if I can even make it past senior with how much I like, how little I care about learning how to code yeah. and doing better in that. It was hard. So I left and I think I didn't leave for another job. Um, so that was kind of scary, but I, I left to kind of focus on myself. So not even really content. I just kind of want to figure out healthy habits for me. Because over the last, like, two years, I've been really, like, honestly, through college, I've been doing really bad with my physical health. So trying to get better, more in shape, doing, like, mental health things. So going on walks more. Yes. And, like, reaching out so to friends do and doing things that, yeah, exactly. And doing things, that's, things that aren't tech. So I signed up for, like, a ceramics thing. So doing ceramics and stuff. Yeah, more artsy <sighs> things. And so... I'm like really hoping that it'll put me in a good mind space and like maybe later on I want to go back into tech and I can and this is just like a nice like rejuvenating break but yeah man I mean I've been in tech for five years full time I've never had a break like I've went from company to company and in the middle been interviewing there was never a time where I took like more than two weeks off so I just maybe this is just what yeah. I need yeah so I'm just I'm over it my Yuko I'm sure you yeah. know who that is youtuber yeah, 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 she's awesome. Amazing yeah. engineer, right? And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she got the dream job, you can say, that every, I mean, yeah. who hasn't applied to Netflix because they pay mm -hmm. out of this world, but you receive very little stocks, if not none. And mm -hmm. she was probably making over 300K per year, right? But mm -hmm. she never talked about burning out in tech until she quit Netflix, until she joined that company where you need high performers and they let you go if you're not the stresses of that and, and you need and same with my company you have to be a high performer or else you lose your job yeah. and that's just how it is especially at a startup yeah. so joining netflix and then she quit to do content creation for two years and then she went back into it right yeah. and she didn't think that yeah. she would be able to get back into it and she did which is amazing so congrats to her so and the reason i bring that up is because you're not the only one that's done that right People in tech are, are doing that and have done that. Another person mm -hmm. is, uh, who is that? James Quick. He, he lost his job, yeah. but he didn't find another job, even though he's more than capable. Yeah. Right? He worked in Microsoft, too, as an software engineer. Oh, nice. um, yeah. The former VP of DevRel at Netlify, Jason Langsdorf, did that. Yeah, I love right? him. Yeah. He quit. 
I hate him. <laughs> he's, he's amazing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely yeah, love yeah. him. Yes, I can tell that. <laughs> uh, he was a VP <laughs> Netfly, making a lot of money. Holy yeah. crap. And then even Casey, Kelsey Hightower at Google. He was uh, yeah, he at DevRel there, then moving to product, making millions per year. Mm-hmm. Then he quit his job. All these people making so much money, which is what everyone strives for. But it's not always just about making money. People want to actually really enjoy what they do, and hence why they leave tech for a little bit, if not come back later, right? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Because for me, I, I sometimes wonder, should I quit and just do content creation full-time? Or, but then that means I failed. And that's something, sometimes I tell myself that. Like, what do you feel yourself about that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I, it's hard. I do feel like a failure. I feel like I had a job that I strive for and a lot of people strive for. And then I don't know why I couldn't just be good at it. I, that would have been so easy if I could have just done the job and just stayed in it and like I could do content and a job like that would have been and that's not easy good. but like I it's not easy and I don't think I've ever felt fulfilled mm. in my life at all mm. and not even through career but just in general like I don't feel happy yeah <laughs> like I don't know exactly what would drive fulfillment for me and so I think that taking this time to kind of learn that is probably super good for me so it, it was it was hard decision. I asked like a lot of people what I should do. Um, a lot of people I've talked to said like the time that they took away from their job was like the happiest in their mm. life. So I'm really hoping to kind of achieve that. In the last month, honestly though, I've been in kind of a rut. So I'm trying to get what out of it. What so kind of rut? I got like an. Um. Well, <laughs> there's so much I want to do, and I don't know what to start with. So I try to do every little bit of everything, but then I end up doing none yeah. of it. So I just feel kind of like shitty about myself. You sound just like so, me. Uh, <laughs> so it's been hard it's been hard um but yeah i think just the fulfillment thing is a big thing i think and like yeah i do feel like a failure now because i don't really know what my the goal of my life is like and and not just for other people like for me what's the goal you know what do i want to do i don't know so i think it's just a learning so many people strive to to get to that position for those who watch or listen to this podcast spotify on youtube we're going to receive mean comments for sure maybe i'll miss something and maybe you'll read something where someone says do you know how many people are trying to get a tech job right now and you just quit like that right or someone will probably say something like uh wow uh they might use that word privilege gosh you can make that much money working at discord you worked at square you worked at uber how can you just throw that all away when so many people are struggling or people who are laid off can't even get a job what's your response to them I don't know. There's some person that actually got mad at me on Twitter and said, you know, I didn't, he was like, I'm just kind of upset because you post a lot about how you hate coding and my friend applied to the same job as you did and he didn't get it and you got it. And I was like, oh my God, I don't even know what to do. I don't, for me, I just stopped responding to people like that. I think they want you to respond to them. So I just block now. That's just what I do. It's just negative energy. And I know I'm scared to post my video too. Because I feel like people already, just because I'm a woman, they just already say so many mm-hmm. mean things. And me saying that I don't like it and I don't feel like I'm good at it is just like amplification on that. Even though I'm trying to be like relatable to people who feel like that, you know. So, yeah, I think my thing is just to ignore. I don't try to respond to it. It's hard. <laughs> I don't really have like a great answer to Like, obviously, that's not... Like, yeah, I have so much privilege, like leaving a job. I have like the stability of my parents and the stability of like my partner. So it's really nice. A lot of people don't have that. Like I don't, I mean, yeah, if I didn't, if I didn't have my partner, I would just move with my parents. That's what I would do, you know, some stuff like that. So it's, yeah, it's very privileged, but yeah, I mean, I left. So the job opening is actually open, (laughs) the one that I left. Hey, if you're watching this from Twitter, whoever that person is, tell your homie to apply again. (laughs) (laughs) so it's, it's open, open now, now so you can apply that is know? so funny just... you know though my, my response <laughs> yeah. to those people is that uh, you're striving for something that a lot of people are afraid to do mm-hmm. which i think is happiness it's so hard to find mm-hmm. i w- so the first time i made multiple six figures was when i joined new relic uh two to three years ago right making 180k a mm-hmm. year they were going to promote me to senior developer advocate where I would make two hundred ten dollars to $230,000 a year. I quit two months before the promotion. In October, I was going to get promoted in December. 
That's insane. But I just wasn't happy there. Manager was amazing, but I just wasn't happy there. Right now, granted, uh, I did find another job that paid me 180K. Then now I make more than that. Right. Granted. But finding that job that pays you multiple six figures or close to it and then leaving when I left the amount of comments I received dude, stick to one job, dude, just work harder. How could you leave that company who gave you a chance? You jumped from 80K to 180K and like that. What's wrong with you? Right. But the amount of anxiety I had, the amount of unhappiness where I hated working, I just, I hated working. And, and I remember telling myself, Chris, you're making after taxes $10,000 a month. What the heck? Right? So much freaking money. My rent's only $500, <laughs> right? $500. That's insane. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's, so it was, nice. I lived in the middle of nowhere, though. But, uh, nice you know, idea. and yet I wasn't happy. And, and that's what that's what I slowly realized and and only finally realized that recently where gosh yeah they're making all that money's nice but actually enjoying what you're doing is even more important right doing it because it's fun when you do it only because of the money that sucks but when you do it because you actually enjoy it and you're happy that anxiety isn't there no more you enjoy waking up, even though you're in a, a lull right now trying to find out what to do, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> not a lot of people are willing to do that. Yeah. And the fact, or not just that, I don't think a lot of people have the opportunity to do that. So the fact yeah, you have the opportunity yeah. to do that, definitely take advantage of that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I think that's what a lot of my friends said too, was that you have not that much risk yeah. in doing this. Like the risk is maybe you won't find a job as easily when you're trying to come back. But apart from that, the risk is really low. You just have to spend a little bit better and not just buy anything that you want because you don't have like the income, you know, coming at you. But yeah, I think like what's a better time to try than now? And I, I'm young still. And so I'm trying to figure my life out before I get into a point where, you know, I'm older and like there's a lot more stuff going on, like whatever, more family stuff, all that. But yeah, I'm just... Yeah, I just really hope that I can figure it out. Like, I think my big thing is to just feel happy about myself and not feel like a yeah. void every day. I don't know how to describe it. But yeah, just like depression, like just getting out of that funk. Yeah, I know this podcast is, about, is all about you, um, and, but I, I want to share something because I've been that. Like, I was medically diagnosed <laughs> with uh, severe depression. I Anxiety as well. Oh, my gosh. My, my homie, just, Justin Chalco, who works with me, who I got the job, by the yeah, way, so yeah. he should take me out to dinner every time he sees me. <laughs> no, just kidding. I would message him all the time about my anxiety. Oh, gosh, this, that. Um, and one of the ways that I've actually, that has helped, how I fight that now, with especially anxiety, was, you know, because I work in a high hyper-growth startup, you have to work a lot or just get shit done. Is that after 5 p.m., doesn't matter. I, I uninstalled Slack from my computer, uninstalled my work email from my phone. So, sorry, from my phones, not my computer. I don't check it no matter what. And if I don't complete something in time, I'm not working 70 hours a week anymore. Unless it's super urgent, you know, super, super urgent. Of course, that happens. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, I, and, I, and, I, and then I tell myself, if you lose your job because of that, then go find another job. That job wasn't meant for you. Right. And so rather than, oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? That would take over my life. And especially with depression, too. What's helped me, gosh, I, because of the freaking pandemic, I, I gained 50 pounds. I went to 250 pounds. It's terrible. Oh, my God. I, I gained so much weight, too. I, oh, and, you know, I, I have this ultra-wide lens, like a fisheye lens, because it makes me look skinnier on YouTube. <laughs> That's the only reason I used it. I love it. Now I use this lens, right? This <laughs> lens, which doesn't make me look skinnier. It shows what I really look like, right? And so that my confidence yeah. is back. And I used to hate being around people, to be honest. Because I had, I had no, I oh lost my all my confidence. I didn't like talking to people. Everywhere mm-hmm. I'd go, I think people would think negatively about me. At the grocery store, at a US UPS mm-hmm. store, USPS store, you name it. I just, and literally, my Honda CRV, I would only put 2,000 miles per year on it. Because I, I would never leave. I would just have grocery leave, delivered, yeah. you name it, right? Only yeah. if I have to get haircut. Even haircuts I hated. And so that was yeah. me, right? 
I now and yeah. now I put four thousand miles on my new Tesla that I just bought because I just love going out everywhere. Right? And yes. so and so what helped me though was like yeah. exercising, walking out. And I didn't want to listen to people. Don't exercise. I'm like my sister would tell me, You just need to exercise, Chris. <laughs> F you. <laughs> I already know I'm fat, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um and 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 surprisingly though, that's helped me. And like counting my calories to lose weight. And so I've lost like yeah. thirty pounds or something. And that's helped me actually, that's surprisingly. Awesome. And so and I still get anxiety here and there, but, you know, and I, what I'm trying to say is I know exactly how you feel. And a lot of people are going through this. Isn't it crazy, though, how the pandemic has done that? Is, is it so for me? I was as extroverted as you can be going out to parties, hang out with people all the time. But after during and after the pandemic, when people started hanging out again, I stopped. I started avoiding all of that. Did that happen to you? Or was like, I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. So right before the pandemic, I was in SF and I felt like mm. I didn't have a lot of friends because I was in a long distance relationship and I felt kind of like, you know, secluded from my friends in SF. So I was like, I'm going to go out and actually make friends and do all that. And so I would actually go to clubs and bars and hang out with people, make more girlfriends, all this. And then as soon as the pandemic hit, um, yeah, I became way more introverted. I think I'm a very extroverted person. Like I used to go to conferences by myself and just make friends. <laughs> And like, I would just yeah. randomly say hi to people in line or something and then I would just make friends. And now I'm like a little more shy and awkward and I'm trying to get out of it. And I think it was just the result of being for inside years. for so long, not doing anything. Yeah. And then also feeling bad about myself too. Yeah. So I have like a very, I feel um, like for me also filming is the, one of the worst things to do. And I know as a content creator, <laughs> I, mean, I have to like, I hate, I hate how the good camera makes me look so <laughs> chubby and I'm like, oh, so I, I just have to like suck it up. And so, yeah, I got an accountability coach actually nice. because I wanted, uh, I, I like, I asked Jordan to tell me like what to do and like eat better, but he tells me stuff and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know? so I need someone to like really tell me. So first meeting Amazing. is today. So I'm excited. So I'm hoping that once that, like, I think exercise and feeling good about your body leads into so much Huge. more happy stuff. So I'm just first step. First you can step, do it. So, you can, yeah. you can, I'm curious now bring up Jordan. Right, Jordan. Uh, he's your your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Are you married? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I, I'm really. Uh, <laughs> Someone clip this and send it to Jordan. <laughs> Sorry, that just caught me off guard. <laughs> so, what's the the difference between, let's say, you and, and him in, in regards to like. Yeah, yeah. How is he different in how much he loves code? Is that something he does all the time? He's, um, so he started programming when he was like 10 or 11, like very wow. young. And he made like uh, phone apps for like the Palm phones, Palm Pre, all that. So he did like yeah. when he was young, he just started. And so he's been doing it for a long time. And his brain is just wired differently from mine. He can read something and remember that. I have to constantly reread. So that mm. helps him a lot because he can just retain information. So the reason he's like insanely good at like front end and JavaScript is because he read like the the whole the thing, the JavaScript guide, whatever it's called. And wow. he just knows everything from yeah. like he could just remember it. So and and so for him, like coding, he he's a he's like staff level. Staff so he doesn't at, do staff too much. at Netflix? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He's at a different Oh, job. he left Netflix. So he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He left Netflix before they did the leveling. So he doesn't, he didn't have a level at Netflix. Mm, okay. But he basically, so he codes like, I don't know how much he actually codes, but he does work like actually eight hours a day, but he actually enjoys his job. So he doesn't feel burnt out with the act of coding. Yeah. He feels burnt out with like the work and like the bureaucracy of working at the a The politics. Company. So that's like the, yeah. Oh. So he's fine with just... He could sit there and code all day. Yeah. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, if I was like, you just have to make this, he would do it. Yeah. I would be like, fuck. Really? <laughs> I'd be like, so... God damn yeah. it. He's really good. Like, he's been helping me with stuff and he enjoys it. He just like, and it just comes out of him. I don't know how to describe how fast his brain yeah. works, but he can just derive the logic so much faster than me. So, I don't know. It's just, it's just how he is. I mean, he's also been doing it much longer than I have. And so... And he has a passion for it. He'll actually read like tech stuff and like wow. his Twitter is very curated for him. So it's more like him learning things from his Twitter feed versus me is more like ed, uh, entertainment. entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So he's very like, he reads the actual blog posts or he reads like docs and I just, <laughs> I'll just make it up as I go, you know? So it's just, 
he just enjoys it yeah. in that way. I don't know if he actually enjoys enjoys, but you know, like he's good at it. He's really good at it. So I posted about, um, you know, Jason posted the video, I think of me and him cooking burgers. And I was talking about how Jordan's there. So I feel really bad because I compare myself. Apparently someone at his job who's a staff level engineer now or was when they worked at Airbnb, something like that, was like, dude, I felt the same way when I sat next to you at Airbnb. Like, you know, so it was cool to hear that other people also felt like that with him because, oh my God. That's... Anyways, I'm so no, sorry. No, 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 that's, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that that reminds me of when I was a... He's a front-end developer, I guess? Yeah, he does like full stack, but he's very more... Yeah. Yeah, he's better at it, yeah. So that, that's how I was when I was a front-end developer. Not, mm -hmm. I'm back-end now, but it's different. Like, mm -hmm. I can't do back-end all day. Yeah. Right? I can do it, yeah. but when I was a front developer, I loved coding eight hours a day. It was so fun. It's fun, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. but it's just different. Like back end, I, I I like what and what I love about front end is that the changes you make you can see immediately like that. Now right, in back end, right. it's all numbers and data, right? Databases. So yeah. it's, it's totally different, right? So so when I when I say it makes me question my life, what I meant was maybe mm -hmm. I should go back to front end. We'll see, because yeah, I just I yeah. did enjoy it that much more because it was my first love, right? Um, that's so interesting though. And, and no, and I'm not <laughs> like that though. I, I didn't like just reading docs and technical yeah. blogs. I do it when I have to, it's not because I just want to. So it's totally different. I don't know if I should be yeah. saying this on YouTube. <laughs> I'm going to say a quote to you. I'm going to say two quotes to you. I want you to give me one sentence response when I say this. Everyone should learn how to code. I don't know if everyone needs to learn how to code, but it is a more and more useful skill. Hmm. One sentence, yeah. When I say coding for the money is okay, what is your response to that? What would you say? Yeah, I think that's valid. I think people have different reasons for wanting to code, and I think money is a completely valid reason based on how much you make from it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It definitely can help life, right? Um, and I say yes, that exactly. I say that all the time. Is coding for everyone? Is coding not for everyone? What is your so, everyone can process? learn it. I'm not saying like it's yeah. restrictive of like anyone can pick it up and learn it. Um, I just don't want people to be forced to do stuff they don't enjoy, kind of thing. Mm. For me, like I don't know if I should have like yeah, it set me on this whole path when I was little. But I kind of wish I did the art class, you know, and I kind of feel bad about it still to this day. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. That's just kind of it. Like I think the world is shifting more and more towards like everything is kind of more useful if you'd learned how to program like even a little bit you know so i think mm -hmm. it's helpful to know a little bit of code but i don't think anyone should be forced like i think there's creatives out there that don't need to touch a computer for their whole life and that's fine you know what i mean they can just do their thing but yeah i, I don't think it, i'm not like gatekeeping i think anyone can do it it's just more of like it's not easy yeah that's for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. in a video mm -hmm. You said you felt fake, mm -hmm. right? What do you mean you felt fake? You're an engineer. You were, you went through the Discord interview process, the Uber interview process twice. I'm guessing it's twice, unless they just brought yeah. you back. Okay. Uh, I brought got brought right back. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And then Square too, right? Yeah. What do you mean you're fake then? Um, it's just that I don't enjoy it, so it feels like. I feel like I, yeah, like what people say, am I taking up someone else's spot? Like, obviously not, but I just feel bad because it's like, why am I in a job that makes me feel like crap? That's mm. kind of like the big thing. Like, I know I'm good. I can kick anyone's ass who says that I'm not good at coding. Like, they're all Damn. shit. Like, I, I'm so <laughs> much better. You know, they Anyone who says that about me can go suck it. Like, I can, they're not, <laughs> I hate those comments. Like, you know, yeah, anyways, you're not a real developer, it's, yeah. It's so frustrating, like, so, but yeah, I feel fake in that. Like, um, I try, I try not with my content, like, I just feel like I'm trying to put on a facade that I enjoy it with all the educational stuff kind of thing, and it's yeah. like, oh, you know, not really, you know, it's just kind of like educational, like, it's the very easy stuff, too. I try to do like the so it doesn't burn me out with like learning about it, but. Yeah, it's a lot of just the feeling of imposter syndrome kind of thing where it's like, am I even supposed to be in this field? Like every day I feel like mm. I shouldn't be. <laughs> so it's kind of it. That's kind of, you know. Imposter syndrome is a real thing. Oh, yeah. That yeah. people feel in tech. I think mm -hmm. that's something everyone feels unless you're Jordan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he told me he feels it occasionally too, but I don't know. That's I don't interesting. Know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he has a definition. It's a defi yeah, different definition yeah. for him. Yeah. But I think that's one of the main 
causes or something that might cause people to feel burnout in the first place, right? Uh, for people who might be feeling what you felt, right? Your time of discord and the job before that. Is there any message that you want to have for them who feels the pressure of maybe wanting to quit or maybe they are better than they realize that, right? Or, you know, what would you want to tell those people in that situation right now? Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, for me, I kind of ran away from the problem because I could <laughs> and some people might have to keep their job. So it's hard to like give advice to everyone because they're in such different situations. But I think just focusing on yourself and kind of really understanding what you want in your life and in your career is super helpful. So, and then maybe that plays into like going to therapy. Like I haven't gone to therapy. I did therapy like three times and it didn't work out and I wish I did more. So I'm trying to find a therapist now to kind of talk through stuff, but that'll help too. just kind of, you know, give you better mental things to talk about. And obviously exercise, like physical activity helps your brain a lot. And so if you're just sitting on your desk every day, like it's good to go outside for like 30 minutes at least, right? And then come back and, you know, so that's always nice. But yeah, I mean, it's honestly, if you have the opportunity to kind of try something different, like I would say it's scary, but maybe go for it. I know the tech industry is a little crazy right now with all the layoffs. So it's a little stressful too, but I mean... I don't know. I mean, I've only really been on this break for a month now. And so I'm hoping like the further along that it is, the more I'm learning about myself. So it's still like a process for me, but yeah, I don't have like great advice, but yeah, it, it sucks to feel like this though. So I feel for them. <laughs> Everyone goes through that yeah. situation, right? Mm -hmm. um, do you think it's the money that we make in tech that makes it harder to leave? Right. We, we, we make more money than, than pharmacists who went to $250,000 in debt to make 160k a year right and their jobs are in less demand now because of all of these uh pharmacies that now i think do ship your medicines now ship to you rather than going to cvs walgreens you name it um right or uh physicians make 180k a year right and i know other software engineers who make more than that and we didn't either they got their cs degree four-year degree not school for 12 years or no degree and make more than that mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so like to go to take a risk on something new that won't pay as much, would you say that's one of the bigger factors that we face on taking a risk, leaving for a couple of years before coming back? Yeah, I mean, I I was really mad that I couldn't just keep my job and do content too because it's such a good amount of money. Like, it's insane. I mean, there's companies that are public too, so the longer you stay, the more your stock vests and you have even more money. Yeah. So it's like really hard to leave within a year of companies like that, even though if you hate the job, you're like, I got to stick it out for the year and get, get that, you know, one year. That's what I'm saying. It's just these golden handcuffs in tech are real. Like Netflix is one of the craziest ones, man. People make like 500K cash. It's like normal. How do you leave 500K cash? cash? That's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like insane. Mm. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> so, amazing. It's really difficult. For me, I don't make like, I do make a lot, like in the grand scheme of everyone making a lot, but it wasn't like, whoa like it was it was a lot but it wasn't like holy shit yeah. so for me it's like you know i can leave and and take a big cut like i have sponsorships but they're not you know as much as my full-time job but to be happier i was like fuck it i'll just do it yeah to be frank I, this has been on my mind for a while about mm -hmm. quitting tech and mm -hmm. and the reason is because i made more outside of tech than i did in tech last year I took a break. That's insane. I took, Congrats. thank you. Uh, it's not like yeah. that this year, but <laughs> I took a break. I took, I, it's because I took a break from YouTube and, and, yeah. and it's, it's sad because I was in the Philippines and I almost died last year in uh, January. I was supposed to come back December and I had to be hospitalized and almost died in the Philippines. And I had to go to the ER oh, twice because the first time they sent me home, you're all right. It's just a fever. You'll get over it. The second time my nails were turning purple, meaning there wasn't no oxygen uh. in my blood. Um, and so I almost died there. And this was after working 80 hours a week for my job while doing YouTube content. So it's another 30 hours a week, making two to three videos a week, trying to make 30 to $40,000 a month on YouTube. And yeah. so after almost dying in the Philippines and working and making so much money, I had, number one, had to use all that money in the hospital bills, <laughs> right? Yeah, in the Philippines. Yeah. Oh gosh. And then trying to buy tickets coming back. And, um, and I told myself, mm -hmm. I'm not any more happier making this much money mm -hmm. in a, a month, right? Um, mm -hmm. That's nice. 
but I wasn't happy. And so I took that break and I made this change in my life now and I'm more happy than ever. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But, but, and yeah. I, I guess I could share it here. I am in the process of like, I'm trying to sign a one year, $100,000 deal with a sponsor right now. Oh, very sick. Yeah, for the podcast, yeah. actually. Just this podcast that only that's has awesome. 5,000 subscribers, by the way, which is crazy. That's awesome. A one-year deal. And that's not including yeah. all the other sponsors I work with on you know on, on a monthly basis. And so, like, I'm kind of setting it up where, all right, if I'm really not happy in tech anymore, I have this side hustle where I can do that. And just to have a backup. And I think that's really important because even I'm in that process of maybe I can take a break from tech and try something else just for fun. Right. Um, it's not the end all be all. And so I, I thought I'd share that. So you never know. I might come up with another video and say, I quit my job. <gasps> yeah. So it, it, yeah. I'm in that awesome. situation right now, yeah. too. And I think that, yeah, a lot of people honestly are. And if they had a chance, they probably would, mm-hmm. because in tech, it's amazing, but it's not an easy job. It is stressful. And the competition in tech. And you're you're replaceable. Everyone's replaceable, and your jobs it seems like is always on the line, especially with all of these layoffs right now. Um, so, one last thing I want to ask you then, and I want to end it with this: is you chose tech over art? Like you were really interested in art. Do you regret that? Um, yeah. No, I don't regret it. I think like it's hard to regret what you've done in your life. Like I've had so many good things right now in my life that I pre- like I have a really good dog, really good partner, awesome house. <laughs> my parents are all happy and healthy. And so there's not a lot that I regret. And I, I mean, who knows? I don't, I could have been the same burnout self in the art content space. You know? <laughs> so who knows? Right. And I think I'm very lucky. I chose tech and it made me it made me have money and incredible privilege for a long time and I really appreciate that yeah. and I'm not like upset about it at all um I just wish maybe I spent more time on myself so it's just like maybe <laughs> I regret not doing therapy early <laughs> that's the only thing but apart from yeah. that I don't think I regret choosing tech I think it opened up so many doors for me like I'm just I'm happy I'm even adjacent to tech in the content creation world because that's and you have a, a decent following on TikTok too, so. on Instagram yeah. Twitter I'm like it's all around 60,000 everywhere is it the exact same followers following you everywhere? Like, what is going on? I hope so. That'd be great. No, yeah, I don't know. I think I've just, I've spread out across everything. So everything grows like slower, but it's all growing. 60,000 TikTok, nice. 60, uh, over 60,000 on Twitter and Instagram. Like, what the, that's the same followers following you everywhere, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Meaning you have a strong community because your Twitch game is legit. Legit. Um, but oh, all right. Uh, yeah, this was amazing. Um, truth. Seriously, yeah. I want to thank you for being on here. Oh, thank you for having me. This was so fun. <laughs>